0: We don't want to feel unprepared. We don't want to feel like we don't know what we're doing. So we plan and plan and plan and prep and prep and prep so we can avoid having to face that discomfort. And so there's so much power when we can learn to accept and embrace discomfort. Hello and welcome back to the Choosing to Heal podcast. This episode goes out to all of my fellow self-proclaimed perfectionists. If you're someone who continually puts things off or you find reasons to wait because they're not perfect yet, it's like you'll do it when you dot all your I's and cross all your T's. You know, if you find yourself constantly comparing yourself to everybody else and everybody else seems further along and they have it better together and they seem to be doing the thing that you want to do better than you. So you put off what you're trying to do because it's not to the level that everybody else is performing at yet. If you want to do something, but you're lacking the confidence. If you have all these big ideas that you want to share with the world, but you are stuck in paralysis by analysis, today's episode is for you. You know, the inspiration for this episode usually always comes from my own personal life experience. I am 100% guilty of doing this so often. It's something that I have to catch myself with. So everything that I'm sharing with you today is not from like a place of like, well, I've figured it out and I'm just an expert at doing things messy. I can just wing it and I never struggle with perfectionism. (laughs) It's not like that at all. This is always coming from a place of these are the things that I have to do myself, that I have to remind myself of when I catch myself falling into the trap of perfectionism. When I catch myself wanting to put things off until they're perfect or until I feel ready. Perfectionism can hold us back in so many ways. Like if we're not careful, it can prevent us from taking action. And we think that we're waiting until it's perfect is a good thing, because that means there'll be all of these better things that will happen because it's perfect and you're ready. We oftentimes forget what we lose in the process. We forget All of the growth and learning that we experience when we're in the messy middle, when we stumble through the process and we figure it out as we go, there is so much growth that happens in that phase But if you're a perfectionist, that can be a struggle. And, you know, when you're a perfectionist, you are really good at controlling things. You try to control every little detail and circumstance to have the outcome that you want. And so you can really become quite good at avoiding that messy middle. But in the process, you're avoiding that growth and that potential for healing as well. So if any of this rings a bell, you're going to want to stick around to the end because I do have some tangible tips that will finally help you take action and get out of that paralysis that you were stuck in. So here are some examples of what this can look like. And I'm just going to throw a few out there. Maybe you have a dream business in mind. You have this vision in your head of this thing that you've always wanted to do, but you tell yourself that you'll do it when you have all the details figured out. Like when you have your entire business plan written down and all of the foundational prep work, you hire the right people, you buy the right supplies. That's when you'll launch your business. And then Months pass. Years pass. And guess what? There's still things that need to be done. You're still not launching that dream out into the world because you don't feel ready. It can also look like saying you're going to take the time to start a hobby once life slows down. Well, guess what? We all know life never slows down, right? But it's like that waiting for when you're ready. It's like waiting for when all the stars align, waiting for when I have this perfectly clear schedule where an hour every single day is going to magically appear and that's when I'm going to make time for reading. That's when I'm going to make time for working out and meal prepping, right? Or I'll start training to run the marathon or I'll start working out again once I know exactly what my meal plan is going to be and I know exactly what workouts to do and I find the right coach And I know exactly what I'm going to be doing to prepare myself for ultimate success, right? It's like so all or nothing, so black and white. And so that black and white thinking that I'm going to do it all or not at all thinking, that is ding, ding, ding. That is your indicator that likely you are falling into the perfectionist trap. Now, there's nothing wrong with wanting to do something well. And I just want to emphasize that because there's a difference between preparation, right? You know, you don't want to stumble into something blindly with absolutely no plan, no like strategy. I'm not saying that that's what you need to learn how to do. I'm talking about that balance. It's so important to learn the healthy balance. So if you're someone who tends to fall though on the the spectrum and the side of like needing everything to be perfect, There's also the flip side of that, which is like not having any plan at all and and just like expecting things to go perfectly when you don't prepare at all. So neither one of those are necessarily the best. (laughs) The magic happens when we learn to find that balance and we learn to accept and embrace a healthy amount of imperfection. We need to learn how to embrace that messy middle because when you're in that messy middle phase, it can feel like an indicator that you're like doing it wrong or you don't have it figured out yet. But I want to challenge that thinking. And what if that's an indicator that you are exactly where you need to be? And that friction that you're feeling, that is the friction that is required for you to grow. But it can feel uncomfortable. And that's usually why we avoid wanting to be in that place. We don't want to feel unprepared. We don't want to feel like we don't know what we're doing. So we plan and plan and plan and prep and prep and prep so we can avoid having to face that discomfort. And so there's so much power when we can learn to accept and embrace discomfort. So I'll share a personal example. If you're listening to this, you know that I recently started a podcast called Choosing to Heal, which is what you're listening to. And Choosing to Heal has been a dream in the making for over a year, and so for a very long time, I had ideas in my head for all the things that I wanted to do. And in the process, I started following other people who were doing what I wanted to be doing, right? And it's totally normal to go follow people who inspire you, who are chapters ahead of you steps ahead it gives us that inspiration that if they can do it then we can do it too it's also so great for ideas and being able to draw inspiration from what others are doing so you can put your own spin on it and apply it in your own way but on the flip side of that it can also start to become unhealthy because when we follow other people who are steps ahead of us It can naturally lead to comparison. And when we start to compare ourselves to others who are ahead of us, it can leave us feeling like we're not good enough, that, oh my gosh, everybody else has it figured out. Why aren't I there yet? How do I get there immediately? Where's the shortcut? So it's kind of like a a very tricky thing. So anyway, one day I was messaging my best friend and I told her, I was telling her about all of my ideas for choosing to heal, but I was telling her, man, like, I was following so-and-so and and she's doing exactly what I want to do. And like, I just, I feel so far behind. And she responded to me and she goes, it's so funny you say that, Monica, because I've been watching everything that you've been doing with choosing to heal so far. And I was literally thinking to myself, man, Monica sure has it all together right now. I feel so behind. (laughs) So moral of the story, no matter where you are, in your life, in your journey, in your career, in whatever you're doing, you are always going to be steps behind someone else. Someone's always going to be ahead of you. They're always going to be in a chapter ahead of you, a whole book, a whole series ahead of you. But guess what? You're also ahead of other people and others are steps behind you. And the beauty of this is every aspect of your life is going to be different. So you might be steps ahead of someone else in your career when in your personal life, maybe you're still struggling with that. Like you're gonna have different parts of your life where you are excelling more in or that you've just been spending more time there than others and that's okay. It's really important to be able to zoom out and have that perspective. And I thought that was such a great example of how I was feeling so discouraged and so defeated because I was comparing myself to someone else. And meanwhile, my best friend was looking at me feeling inspired by what I was doing. So like I was the one that was getting in my own way. I was creating those feelings of disappointment and like just feeling like an imposter when from the outside, she was seeing the complete opposite. So many times all we need is a quick perspective shift, and that can make a huge difference. So let's talk about some actionable tips that you can implement if you find yourself falling victim to the perfectionism trap. First thing that you can do is take time to celebrate your wins and not your butts. So what I mean by that is reframing when you catch yourself saying, oh, well, yeah, but I haven't done this. And just like the example I just shared, when my friend complimented me and said, Monica, look at everything that you've done so far and you've created – I responded and I was like, yeah, but I haven't done this and I really want to do that. But like, you know, look at all these areas that I haven't done yet, that I'm not good at at yet. Look at all these things that are lacking. When really what I needed to do in that moment and eventually I got to a place where I could zoom out and be like, okay, she's right. Let me let go of the butts because we can always find the butts. There's always a butt, but I haven't done this. You're always going to be able to find something that you haven't done yet or that you're not good at yet. So what if rather than focusing on all of that, you shifted your focus to everything you have accomplished and everything that you have done? And I mean every small win. Even the little things, getting out of bed in the morning and brushing your teeth, that's a win. Writing your ideas down on paper, but they're not out in the world yet. I haven't, you know, made money yet. I haven't said it out loud to someone. Yes, but you're taking those baby steps. You're taking action. You listening to this podcast on actionable ways that you can get out of your paralysis is a win. Even if you haven't implemented any of these things that I'm sharing with you, celebrate the fact that you were taking the time out of your day to listen and at least learn and grow. That's a huge win. So many people don't take the time to do that. So that is my first tip for you is to literally write down every small win. And I don't want you to write down the buts. You're going to have enough of those in your head. You're going to say enough of those out loud. So create a journal that is specifically designated for you to celebrate every win, big or small. The next tip I have for you is to give yourself a deadline and then launch it in whatever state it is in no matter what. Or maybe it's not a launch. Maybe it's doing a thing you've been putting off. Give yourself a date and decide when that date comes, I'm going to do it. Part two of this that goes hand in hand is stay accountable to someone else. So once you pick that date, tell someone else so that they can hold you accountable. They can check in and go, hey, remember how you said you were going to do this thing by September 1st? Well, guess what? It's the day before. Like, are you ready to do it? And there is so much data that shows that when you say things out loud to someone else, you are so much more likely to follow through on whatever it is. It's some magic about manifestation or just naming it to claim it. It's so powerful. And that's exactly why I created the Choosing to Heal community. You know, at least a huge part of it was I created a section specifically called progress logs for you to be able to say out loud a goal that you're working on. So the minute that you post it in that space, other people know, okay, this is my smart goal. Here's all the details, here's my plan, and I'm going to periodically check in with my progress. And it's such a great way to stay accountable, no no matter what it is. Again, whether it's listening consistently to podcasts to improve yourself, whether it's working on a project, whether it is eating healthy, doesn't matter what it is. It can be a huge project or just these small routines that you're trying to implement into your every day. It's so important to have other people in your life who are able to cheer you on and celebrate those wins along with you. The next tip I have is to temporarily unfollow those who are a step ahead of you until you do whatever it is that you're trying to do. If you are able to follow someone and they're killing it and you're like, yeah, good for them. That inspires me then you're good. But if you catch yourself feeling icky or yucky or you start beating yourself up when someone is ahead of you or doing the thing, then that's your sign that maybe it's time to just remove them out of your feed for a little bit. It doesn't have to be forever. You can just mute their account, but that way you're not distracted And you're not creating opportunities for you to feel less than. You're not creating opportunities for comparison because if that trigger isn't there, if you remove the trigger, it's a lot easier to celebrate your wins and it's a lot easier to focus on what you're doing and stay in your own lane. The next step is to write down your three top priorities and realistic non-negotiables. So like your must-dos that have to happen before you launch. And I said three. So this is going to mitigate the 101 things you think you have to do before you do the thing. I want you to pick three. Pick three of the things that are going to move the needle in the right direction and that are going to make the most impact. What's also helpful when doing this exercise is making a must-do list and a nice-to-do list. Or, like, a have to do and a nice to do. The nice to do list are all of the things that aren't required for you to do the thing. They're just nice to have. Like, do you really need new running shoes in order to start training for your marathon? No, but they'd be nice to have, right? So, that's gonna go in the nice to have column. And I'm gonna challenge you. I bet so much of all the things that you think you need to do. Before you do the thing, you don't actually need to do. They're just on your nice to do, your want list, not your necessity list. So write down everything that's in your head, everything that you have to do and sort them by nice to do. And yes, this actually is something required for me to do the thing. Last but not least, I want you to write down the costs, what you're going to lose if you continue to put this thing off. And the reason I want you to do this is because if you're so focused on what you think is going to be better when it's perfect, you're forgetting what you're losing in the process in the time being. So you think that, oh, well, it's a good thing for me to put this off because it means I have more time to make it better, to make it perfect. And that may be true, but you're not also taking into consideration everything that you are losing, everything that you could be doing by doing it messy, by doing it now, by doing it sooner rather than later. And going back to the very beginning of this episode, growth is a huge one. Just the the mere experience of doing it is a huge thing that you are not experiencing by putting it off. Because you can plan all you want and say that you intend to do something, but we all know that until you actually do it, that's when you learn the most. There's a reason that life experience and work experience is so valuable in comparison to a degree for an industry or a field you've never worked a day in your life in. It's like, okay, you've read all the textbooks and you've done all the things, but until you're thrust into that thing, right? It's like you go train to be a nurse and you're in nursing school. It's completely different the first day that you are actually expected to interact with patients, right? It's like you can prepare all you want, but you're not really going to know. What it's like until you start doing it. And then when you're thrust into that gauntlet, man, you are going to be challenged. You're going to be stretched outside of your comfort zone. You're going to grow so much. You're going to learn so much. Yes, it's going to be uncomfortable, but that's where the magic is. All right, my friend, I hope that by now you feel a bit more inspired to go do the thing already. Stop putting it off. You have done more than enough. I believe in you. You are more than capable than you think you are. And if you're someone who needs that extra bit of push that needs that extra accountability, I highly recommend you join us inside the Choosing to Heal community because everything that we talked about today in this episode is exactly what we continue to hold each other accountable for. So the link to join and find out more information is in the show notes of this episode.